Good morning. How are you guys doing this morning? Good morning. How are you, Sarah? <laughs> Good. Good. How's your week been going? Oh, it's been going. I got to take a couple days off. Yes. So. Uh, let's talk about what you did this past weekend. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm like, what, 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 what are we going <laughs> to talk about? Yeah. We're going to talk about how bored I am when I don't have people around me. No. No, um, no, no. Let's talk about what you and your daughter and your sisters and your niece did this past weekend. Yeah, so we did a triathlon, a sprint triathlon. Um, so it's just funny because most people who do those things are super competitive. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm can be competitive, not in something that I'm not good at. <laughs> uh huh. That you can make light of it and enjoy it yeah. if you know it's something you're not good at. That's yeah. actually a really great quality. Yeah. So it was. I don't know if I I did do a little video because she was like, you should probably do a video. It was one of the best <laughs> videos I've seen all year. I think. You huffing and going. Oh my god! And, and I don't know. Whenever I pretend to bike, yeah. I move my hands. Oh. Do you know any bikes where you move your hands? Like the stationary ones. Oh, I suppose. Like yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. That must. That <laughs> must be what I. That one time you went to Melt five years ago, and that's the bike you have in your mind. Exactly. So uh, it's so funny. It like the the bike makes a triathlon. 100%. Well, granted, we were pretty slow out of the water. Okay. Like, just everybody passing us, and I even was swimming the wrong way, so the... the like the wrong direction? Yeah. Oh, well, I like, man. Uh, so, How are you seeing? I mean... Yeah, right, and I do the backstroke a lot because okay. I, I have to breathe. Uh, um, yep, breathing's <laughs> key. Breathing's important. <laughs> Um, I didn't have to use help though, because then you get disqualified. You know who else did triathlon this year? Oh, well, let me go to the bike thing first. Okay. So on the bike, um, so probably like I don't know, one of the last five out of the water or something like that. Okay. Um, and there was a whole wave behind me of people older than me, so that there's that. No worries. Uh, but hop on the bike or whatever, and I'm just giving it my all. And uh, the, when I reference that I look like an action figure, it's because. I'm literally like giving it my all and my, my body was telling me you got this and so was my mind so um, and it, it would never really got like I didn't when you get off the bike and start the run your legs feel tired do you feel weird. like like rubber yeah. Yeah. really like they uneasy they're not and not familiar yeah yeah actually the gal who was in front of me dismounted she or she her legs collapsed so oh gosh then I'm yeah. like ah! But so going on the bike, like the people are just like, doo, doo, doo. and I'm like, <laughs> like, you know, using my arms to get into it and to get up hills or whatever. Um, oh, right yeah, away, hills. I got past a, a bunch, and then I did end up passing a few people, um, like eight miles in. But it was a good experience. I'm so proud of Kylie and Drew, or Kylie and Brock. <laughs> Drew's here as well. I'm proud of her in different ways uh, for just doing it and finishing and uh, giving it their all. Uh, but Dave Hollis also did the triathlon this oh, year or on Saturday, so I read his post or whatever. How did he do? He ended up getting kicked in the face and like grabbing a, a kayak, so I don't know if he got disqualified. Oh, I didn't read the whole post, mm -hmm. uh, but not his personal best, and he's talked about the mental game that he was playing ahead of the triathlon. Okay. So he talked about like that he was super nervous and wanted to do his best mm -hmm. and really lean in, he didn't use this phrase, but really lean into his God-given talents and his physical ability because he does train a lot. Yeah. Um, not necessarily, he, he did talk about that he didn't train enough for swimming. Sure. And swimming in a pool 
versus swimming in a lake or a, a body of water right. like that. Yeah. Totally different. Totally different. And the biggest difference isn't really the water. It's that you have a whole bunch of people who are swimming right next to you. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. So like, like one of the things I had thought about was like in a pool, you're seeing the lane lines. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you said you kind of went off course a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you're swimming in a lake and you're not seeing right. where you're going. But yeah. I didn't think about the people. Right? Yeah, there's people yeah. and then there's weeds and all that stuff yeah. always. But that doesn't bother me. It does bother some people, but they've talked about the mental game, and which is actually super fitting for what we're going to talk about today. It, yep, it is super fitting. One of the things uh, we really want to talk about is bringing the whole self to work, as, especially as a leader, yep. and what that can mean to an organization. And, you know, hearing you talk about being now a triathlete, actually, you're... <laughs> Ah, uh, you are being a triathlete. Hey, you are. One. You've done more than one. You've I've done, done three in okay. seven years. So that means you are a triathlete. Sure. That yeah. doesn't mean you are necessarily a medal-winning <laughs> triathlete. But one thing I cannot say, I'm not a triathlete. Yeah. I've never done that. But you've done it not once, not twice three times Yay. so you are a triathlete uh -huh. i did meet some other people there so kelsey jensen was there i was wondering yeah. i was wondering yeah. she's so great so, and she's doing dl so Yay, Kelsey. Uh, Brendan, Brenda Richmond, who serves on the park board with oh, me. Oh, perfect. It was there. And then Ezra Bear, who is uh, from, you'll hit it all, which is so funny. So from my hometown. So he did it as well. Okay. Probably kicked our butt. Well, I know he kicked our yeah, butt. Because we looked at his name on the results. Um, but then we went to a restaurant after, just a small town, downtown Alexandria restaurant. And him and his wife were there. Oh. And of course, people from the same town pick the same Same places. I love that. Yeah. 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 So that, uh, it was great to see people. And uh, the other thing that uh, I'm glad that my body allowed me to do that is there's people along the way, just like the marathon that's coming up in yeah. September and uh, the Fargo Marathon where people are along the way encouraging. And that makes such a big difference. So oh. really thinking of if you can contribute to the encouragement of it, um, and I'm like, good morning. They're probably like, who is this chick? She's she's like the 120th biker that's gone by. And still, you not got, by anybody. You got the attitude so of the Energizer Bunny, yeah, right? Uh -huh. Yep. I would agree. I did. Um, so I used to have a goal to, I like on my bucket list was to run the Fargo Marathon. Mm -hmm. I actually hate running, mm. and so I think it was one of those things that was on my list because. We live here, <laughs> yeah. and everyone seems to run the Fargo Marathon, so I felt that meant I had to run the Fargo Marathon. There's a 5K. Well, I mean, I did a 10K. Oh, I've yeah. done 5Ks, I did a 10K. Okay. But I would agree with you, that last little stretch, there weren't a ton of people, but all of a sudden I saw someone I knew, and his encouragement, I got a new take on life, I got this new wellspring of energy and it was absolutely incredible so encouragement plays a huge role in our well-being and everything and that actually circles into one of the things that I wanted to bring up and yeah. wanted to applaud which is Simone Biles mm -hmm. who really brought her full self yep. to the Olympics and said hey I, I cannot compete in this all-around uh, competition anymore because I have the twisties I'm concerned about my mental health and by be by bringing her full self, yep. and by being honest and not trying to push through, mm -hmm. she allowed Suni Lee to 
just shine mm -hmm. her team. Her teammate, who's from St. Paul. Yeah, we got a lot of Minnesota representation. Exactly. It's pretty cool. So cool. And so it allowed her to shine and take over in that space and win. And potentially allowed her team to take that, you know, depending on perspective, how you want to look at it, mm -hmm. she potentially allowed her team to win that silver medal yeah. versus maybe trying to push forward and yeah. push through mm -hmm. and not perform very well right. because she wasn't able to give her all yeah. because she wasn't there. Yeah. She had the twisties, which is a very danger dangerous um, condition that gymnasts experience periodically okay. where they're disoriented. Mm -hmm. And um, so they could have not even meddled right. had she tried to stick it out and it allowed other people to shine and one of the things that she did was she showed up for her team and encouraged them yep. and cheered them on and brought them chalk for their hands and all the things and i thought and i, I mean the world has responded in such an incredible way yep. applauding her mm -hmm. for being her whole self and being her real self yep. in this space and i just thought this this has been a thing that's been on my heart to talk about the whole self as leadership and she highlighted it so well. And so, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit more and what that can mean for business. Yeah, and the other thing that I didn't think about right away yeah. was uh, that in that sport, the mental health has to be there or, the, mm. or she has to be off on. That's the first that I heard about the twisties or whatever. Okay. But, um, because the movement that she's making, if she makes one oh. slight error, she could end her life. Absolutely. Um, whether when you're flipping upside down in the air, yeah, if you don't land that appropriately, not only could you break an ankle, but you could snap your neck. So yeah. let's not do that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't want my kids to necessarily watch that replay that oh the media gosh. will take and play over, over and, and over, over and again. Absolutely. Um, so uh, uh, applauding her, and then watching her, okay, so if you're in her mental space, right, and granted, we'll never be able no, to go nope. there, right, but saying, okay, I'm not doing my best, yep. but being uh, humble enough to mm -hmm. say, I am not going to do the best for the team, so I'm going to go ahead and bow out of this and allow somebody else to shine um, and thinking through that. So as a leader, bringing your whole self to the organization, one thing that that I've had to deal with in various times is allowing me to or allowing myself to to allow others to be successful and mm. not like that I'm like a showman and want the thing well I will I don't necessarily want the things I don't want the attention all the time but part of my personality is I need to be needed oh sure that's a huge awareness piece yeah so it's often hard for me to be like nope that's them um, I have to be conscious of that yeah and like allow Melissa to have the victories even if I played a role in it but that's Melissa's victories and other uh, team members too just allowing them to have the victories and having that self-awareness that although that's something that I need mm -hmm. to be a good leader I don't have to have it all of the time and I need to share that with others. So I'm glad that um, that Simone did that. Um, so what's her name again? The, the guy Suni who, Lee. Suni mm -hmm. Lee um, was able to be at the champion. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, Brene Brown is the vulnerability queen. I mean, she talks about vulnerability and I'm so glad she has because it's really brought it to 
the it, it's a common normal exactly that is exactly where I was going. It's mm -hmm. a common language. It's a common topic that's discussed, but it is key in leadership mm -hmm. because when our leaders, as leaders, if we show up vulnerably and authentically, we allow other people to be themselves as well. Yep. And so that is one of the key times that a top-down culture shift is crucial because if our leaders are not vulnerable and showing up as their whole authentic self, our team members aren't going to do it either. Yep, you gotta walk the talk. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, there are some some things where sometimes people talk about whole the, the bringing that whole self to work and thinking about oversharing mm -hmm. or disclosing oh. a ton of <laughs> yeah. information. Now, bringing your whole self to work does not mean you need to share every single problem right. that may be having happening in your life. Yeah. Uh, disclosure is a huge thing. Mm -hmm. So knowing when, knowing how, and knowing your audience is crucial, but sharing what's going on in your world, in your life. Uh, I watched a video recently and one of the um, leaders, mm -hmm. uh, she talked about how they always ask, what's going on in your world? Mm -hmm. As they kick off a meeting, what's going on in your life? And yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. And she joked, she seriously, it, it's kind of a joke, but it's not, said all the parents or the people with kids yeah. talk about something with their kids. Yeah. And all the people who don't have kids hear that and decide they don't want to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Right? What's what's the biggest problem? My kids. <laughs> exactly, my kids. exactly. But raising humans is tough. It so is tough. let's give that caveat to <laughs> Absolutely. So I have a question because yeah. I have a real life situation. So with the mental health and yeah. all the conversation around that and kind of normalizing it, we still have to show up and do the work and you know most of us are not doing triple backflips or whatever all the things right Tri triple flip double twist in one movement so we don't have to worry about our actual physical phys safety physical safety yeah um, so I have um, some things going on in my life, not me personally, but I mean, I always do. Yeah, Just, every, it is you got me life. on a good week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me next week. I'll have some more things. My kids will be no, no. I'm just kidding. My kids oh, are great. Your but, kids, I was just going to say, okay, but, but your kids are amazing. But like some of the people and the people that I'm working with, some of the leaders that I'm working with, are having this difference of something that's hard to deal with because. You, you have employees that yep. you're leading, yep. team members that you're leading, and they have true ish problems that yes. they're dealing with that are affecting their mental health. Um, so what is the okay of, okay, you've called in sick for the third day in a row, I need you to actually work, and this is becoming a habit. Like, how do you handle that as a leader? Like. Uh, I hired you to do a job. You said it's mental health, so now I can't let you go, but you're not also performing. Right. I think it ties back to that um, bringing that whole self to work, and hopefully that's being led and modeled by the leader mm -hmm. so there, that there's that real connection so that people can share, again, with that disclosure in a very appropriate way, mm -hmm. kind of what's going on so that we have that framework and understanding of what is going on so that 
we can explore is there a, a leave that needs to occur yeah, yeah or is there okay we need to create this safe container where you take time off yeah and a defined time off yeah and then when you come back let's figure out what are reasonable expectations mm -hmm. so that you can be successful mm -hmm. i'm not getting frustrated and then let's build you back up. Because yeah. imagine how a team member might feel if they're seen and heard and given the space to heal what needs to be healed or, and deal with the things that need to be dealt with because that's real life too. And their loyalty just skyrockets. Yeah. Because you're right, the work has to be done. So let's, let's have a uh, really honest conversation about what needs to happen for you to heal then what needs to happen when you get back. Yep, yep, and I think that's the biggest thing that it, that is hard is we, and I'm blanketing leaders in yep. the Midwest. Oh, especially are, in the Midwest. Are really uncomfortable with uncomfortable conversations. <sighs> so oh, rather than just having that conversation about said person who is called in sick for the third day because they're not uh, in a great space, mm -hmm. uh, we just complain about them or <laughs> Yes, and, and how much different if it, it would be if yeah. we said, I'm telling myself a story about yeah. what is happening here. Mm -hmm. Instead of continuing to tell myself a story, I'm going to either pick up the phone yeah. or ask for 30 minutes mm -hmm. and say to that person, Sarah, how are you? What, what's going on? I'm really concerned yeah. and I wanna be able to be here to support you so that we can just get you through whatever is going on and get you back to work where you do great things. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. How would that feel though? Imagine how that would feel. Mm -hmm. Incredible. And then you're allowing that person to show up as their whole self too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think one thing that has been not, it, it's even harder now post, not like, I'm not saying COVID's done, but the mm -hmm. mass shutdown and mm -hmm. not being physically together is acknowledging that, so I totally lost my train of thought, um, okay. acknowledging that, okay, you'll have to talk about something Okay, else. I mean, it'll come back, mm -hmm. it'll be, and then you just, <laughs> and at that point, you just interrupt me, fine. Got it, Fine, got it. absolutely. So now I'm like, where, where should we go here? Yeah. You know, it's just really about connecting with people. Mm -hmm. Oh, now I remember. There we go. Okay, so we thought we were busy during COVID, right? Right. And now it's just exacerbated and it's there's so many things to do as leaders and we're tired too. Like you you as an individual contributor, I know that everybody's really tired. Yep. Um, uh, the, the, the great resignation we talked about, I've talked to somebody last week and they talked about it being the great reprioritory reprioritization uh -huh. and some other phrases with that really about uh -huh. like let's focus on what we want to focus on yeah but everybody's tired so the last thing that a lot of leaders want to do is have that difficult conversation but the tough part is is if you don't it's not gonna get better nope. and really saying okay I'm gonna make space for this conversation so and what you're doing in that because another thing we're not great about uh, often and I don't know that this is um, just in the Midwest is clarifying expectations. Mm. So what Melissa was talking about is let's clarify the expectation of what the problem is and how you're going to deal with it. And that's just a coaching moment, right? Yep. You should not tell them what they should do to um, serve their mental health. 
um, or their whole or whatever is going on. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You can coach them through that because often you have some different life experiences that can probably play into that. So you have empathy. So doing that and then clarifying the expectations of what coming back looks like mm -hmm. so that you are clear on that and can do that. Yeah. And bringing it back to Brene Brown, clear is kind. Yes, clear is kind. And clear, I mean, that's so true. There's, there's just so much certainty around clarity yeah. and most people crave some certainty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. So making sure that if you are dealing with that in your organization or dealing with it yourself. Self, absolutely. And likely since we're humans and we have stuff going on in our lives, <laughs> there is someone, whether it's yourself or someone else on your team or within your organization that is dealing with something. Mm -hmm. yep. Yep. And so creating that safe space, create some of that psychological safety so that they can come to you and you can support them through and get them back to where they need to be. And one of the um, things that we that we did remember when we went through that Maslow's hierarchy of yeah of needs needs mm -hmm. and then trying to do it to the work to the work environment right yep so yep absolutely um, we really talked about how important that psychological safety oh it's is. huge and I think we put it at the base didn't yes we? we sure did because. Um, one thing that we found, it had like the tools to do your job at the base. And one thing that I'm seeing with employers is that often you hire for the tools, mm. but you need to hire for the culture and for that psychological safety. Because if you hire um, somebody who's not going to feel welcomed and safe and um, like a contributor in your organization, they're not going to use the tools that they have and that they've developed over 20 years of yes. experience. Those stories are going to go in their minds. Yes. Yep. Because we're human beings. Human. So Biologically <laughs> wired to tell ourselves stories. Yes. So making sure that that psychological safety is a forefront of your organization. The other thing that I didn't, now I'm kind of rambling a little bit, but that I didn't understand until I actually was responsible for people okay. is how much time that takes. So if you're so much a, time. yeah, if you're a leader of whatever number, I'm not even gonna say a number because it's different on everybody's leadership yeah. style and who you're leading. But if you're a leader, the majority of your job yes is to work through others. It's not to do a bunch of work. It's to help other people do, do work. work so you have to create the safety you have to give the tools um, and if you're not taking the time to do that because you have all this other to do's those to do's need to go to somebody else so that you can create that safety for them yep and they will shine they will yep. yep absolutely oh I so enjoy our time together yeah yeah, yeah. so our time with you <laughs> oh Oh my gosh! Oh, good job. So, for our our vast audience, aka our, our moms, moms, the only people who watch us live, mm -hmm. but uh, no, just kidding. I know there's so many out there. We are gonna move from Fridays to Thursdays because we want to be respectful of um, the women's business center that does strong women, strong coffee on Friday mornings. So we were doing Friday mornings because we had a conflict, so we rearranged our schedule so we can do Thursdays. Show up with you while you're either driving to work. Don't watch us no, while you're listen. driving to work. Just listen. Um, or um, getting ready for the day. Getting ready for the day. We can entertain All the your children. Absolutely. Yeah. My kids think I'm really funny. <laughs> so do mine. But I am really funny. So funny. I didn't show it today, but just watch mm, the we, other we podcast. We laughed a few times. Mm -hmm. It's good. So. 
We're moving. Yeah. Come join us next Thursday. Have a great day, you guys. See ya.